Hey everybody, welcome back to All Girls Want Bad Podcasts, or welcome for the first time if you're a new listener. As always, I am Evangelina. I'm Alex. And we are ready to tell you about the latest trashy romance novels that we have read. Mm -hmm. Okay, it is my week, and so I get to talk about... A book called <clears throat> Not So Nice Guy. Okay. Uh-huh. What is coming my way? So it is interesting. Um, it's by R.S. Gray. G-R-E-Y, not A-Y. Is it um, a dude or a chick? Because when they just do initials, I always wonder. I don't know, actually. Was it R.S. Gray? Was yeah. It? All right, I'll look. Um, Okay, while well, you look that up, uh, it says a. Fl- this is the summary: a full-length standalone. Standalone, by the way, is in all caps for absolutely no reason. <laughs> standalone romance comedy from USA Today best-selling author R.S. Gray. Uh, oh my God, who is that? I get asked this question a lot. Oh him, I reply. That's just Ian. Just Ian is the biggest understatement of the century. Just the Mona Lisa. Just the Taj Mahal. Just Ian with his boring old washboard abs and a dime a dozen dimpled smile. Just Ian is just my best friend. We're extremely close. Stuck so deep inside a Jim and Pam style friend zone, everyone at work assumes we're a couple. That is, until one day word spreads to the teacher's lounge that he's single. Fair game. Suddenly it's open season on Ian. He should be reveling in all the newfound attention, but to our mutual surprise, the only attention he seems to want is mine. He's turning out, uh, he's turning our formerly innocent nightly chats into X-rated phone calls. Our playful banter sports a new dangerous edge. I want to assume he's playing a prank on me, just pushing my buttons like always. But when Ian lifts me onto the desk at my classroom and slides his hands up my skirt, he doesn't leave a lot of room for confusion. I'm a little scared of things going south, of losing my best friend because I can't keep my hands to myself. So I'm just going to back away and not return the earth-shattering kiss. Oh, who am I kidding? Goodbye, Ian, old buddy, old pal. Hello, Mr. Not-So-Nice Guy. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, what is it with these romance novels and having novel-length summaries? It was so long. <laughs> started and I was like holy shit I'm gonna read you the whole novel that was me when I was doing the summary for uh fix her up I was like holy shit why is this so long yeah it's long um okay but we are (laughs) we're done into the other side and it all took me two minutes straight (laughs) um so what's interesting about this is that I read that summary and I thought okay this is interesting and then I started reading it and it did not go the way that I expected at all because what I got from the summary is that um, he is single for the first time ever and she didn't know it okay and then uh, suddenly he was going after her and she was a little like scared bunny what do I do with this Mm -hmm. that's not how it went at all okay so what actually happened uh, so, <laughs> um, it has dual points of view, so you do get his point of view as well as hers. So you find out really quickly that they're both in love with each other, but they don't know it. Mutual and they won't admit pining. It. There's mutual pining, yes, because they both think that they've tried to hit on the other, and the other one said no or rebuffed them in some sort uh-huh. of way. Uh, so that's one of my first, one of my first quotes. Uh, so this the the mutual rebuffing slash uh, miscommunication is at a Halloween party when they first met. 
um, she thinks that he's too attractive for her. Okay. And uh, so, <laughs> uh, this is towards the beginning. She goes, rumors about Ian and me are old news. Everyone assumes that because we're best friends, we must be dating. It couldn't be farther from the truth. I want to tell them, yeah, I wish, but I know for a fact I'm not Ian's type. Here, here are four times that that's been made clear to me. I won't read all of them, but the first one made me laugh. Uh, he once told me he's never imagined himself with a redhead because his mom has reddish hair. Hello, most guys have mommy issues. Let me be your mommy issues. <laughs> <laughs> and then her second point is he's only ever dated tall, broody model types with wingspans twice as long as mine. They're like female pterodactyls, which well, on the one hand, very amusing. But on the other hand, I hate that every single romance that I've ever read has been like um, short girl positive. And every time they think about tall girls, they, they're like, oh, look at them with their model looks and their long legs and stuff. And like, I'm really tall and it bothers and it's, me. And it's also never been easy as a tall girl. No. Because, because guys get all bent out of shape. Yes. And for some reason, a lot of guys are either my height or shorter. So it's kind of hard to like navigate the dating scene that way uh-huh. and then like as a tall girl I always feel incredibly gangly and like gross and large and I take up too much space which is a whole other like female issue I know but yeah I don't like that <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever read a romance novel where a woman is tall uh, always... she was tall okay I will die uprooted. on this hill I will give you that one but everybody else is like 5'2 and 5'3 which is your height, so you get lucky. You get a yeah, lot of representation. I get all that. But everybody talks about, oh, I'm so sure I got stubby legs, and all these other girls are so tall and beautiful. And I'm just like, I feel gross. Like, I wish I was 5'3". So, anyway, that's my hill that I'll die on. Yeah. It's not all it's cracked up to be, as evidenced by the fact that I've literally had to have you reach into the higher cabinets for me. It is convenient, but also I'm highly uncomfortable on all planes. So, oh, you know, yeah. Give and take. <laughs> so uh, she go, we go through, we get her point of view. She's in love with him, but they're just friends. She thinks she's not pretty enough for him. And then we get Ian's point of view. <laughs> this is his point of view from the Halloween party. He goes, oh yeah, or, uh, he, he does the same thing where he's like, here's how I know I'm not her type. Um, and it's because she like, she dates small guys <laughs> and he's really tall. And uh, he, she dates like nerdy accountant types. So he's like, yeah, it's definitely not me. Oh, they're both teachers, by the way, in the same school. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> Do their students ship them? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. All their students think that they're dating and they're both just like, okay, whatever. Because <laughs> it's old news at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is a science teacher and all his kids think that he's like the coolest ever because he blows shit up for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Her words, not mine. And then she is the, uh, the journalism teacher who uh, just kind of gets through the day. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar. I always wanted... I never got the like really cool science teacher. I did have... For my advisory, which was basically, as you know, our homeroom in our school district, she was the cool science teacher, mm-hmm. and I, I had her. By the way, yeah, she was, fun. She was great. Like <laughs> stacks of methane bubbles that you then lit on fire <laughs> and like exploded into the air for a second. Or did you ever do that? We did do this in advisory. I didn't do the methane bubble thing because I was so convinced I was going to catch my hair on fire. You probably uh, would have, <laughs> but yeah, but I did the. Uh, 
It was some sort of liquid that you like wrote on on the ah, table mm-hmm. and then set it on fire. I did do that. That was a fun time. I, d- I never actually got to do it because I had her for a class. So we had like 20 kids in our class so we couldn't all do it. But I watched her do it. Oh, yeah. It looked fun. Yeah. So we did that. In the and then I asked my uh, actual science teacher that I had for chemistry, like, why don't we do this? And I don't know. He like hemmed and hawed. He was boring, and he looked Coward. Like, and he looked like Kevin Bacon, and he would move me for talking often. <laughs> Good time. Yeah. No, I never had him. I always had the cool science teachers, which is stupid because I never was good at science, so I felt like it was lost. Yeah. On me. <laughs> oh, I guess. But, oh well. Uh, my eighth and ninth grade could be okay. The one that I see at church all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one who winks at you. The one he winked singular, Ew. singular. Because I, I texted. You're an adult now. Uh, it's legal. No, I don't think that's what I think. <laughs> I think he meant it. As, I mean, it was a bit weird, but I think he meant it as. I'm sure I know he who did. you are because I, I was telling uh, Alex. Oh, I'm sure he knows. <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> Uh, I was texting Alex and our friend Kerrigan the other day that I always wonder if this teacher recognizes me because I see him at church all the time with his family, but we like never actually talk or I don't know if he ever actually sees me, sees me, but he was handing out bulletins the other day and when he handed me mine, he said, uh, have a great week and then he winked at me and then he said, good to see you again and I was like, oh, okay, he does remember me. He does. Yeah, yeah, he, of, I'm he, sure you're hard to forget. Yeah, he, with your he was cool in that he was very uh, dry and sarcastic. But mm-hmm. as a teacher, he was just okay. Kerrigan fucking hated him. Uh, <laughs> I will say he did try to do fun things. Like one time to learn about cementation, we were supposed to make Rice Krispies. But this one kid, Spencer. Uh, C- oh, oh, cementing things. Yeah, okay. not semen. I was like, you guys got to play with semen? <laughs> we didn't get to do that. <laughs> no, that would have been a call to child service. <laughs> if that had occurred. No, we were to no, learn I'm about cementation, we were supposed to make Rice Krispies, but some kid, Spencer, stuck his hand in the batter and like ruined it for everybody. <laughs> we were pissed. I still remember another classmate being like, oh my God, can we tar and feather him? And Mr. Omer shrugging and being like, well, that would get across cementation. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't miss, I don't miss junior high. Uh, right? Uh, sorry. Took us a little <laughs> Sorry, that was an incredibly long sidebar. Ooh, Feel free to cut later. That was really funny. I will absolutely never cut that. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're both teachers at the same school. They hang out all the time. They do everything together, um, which I'll get into it later. But they they recognize that entering into a relationship would be a big step because they are both their best friends. Yeah, and all their other friends have like moved away and don't they don't really have friends outside of each other. So she has a big problem with moving to the next step because uh, she's afraid that if anything goes south with it that she wouldn't talk to anybody and she wouldn't have any friends. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Which is terrifying. So, I totally get her. Yeah. I'm so um, glad we're not in love. I know. I always say that I wish we were in love. <laughs> well, I wish we were in love so that I could like give the aha moment to my parents is like, this is why I've been single this entire time. <laughs> That's the only reason. But other than that, I'm glad we are not in love for that reason. <laughs> yes, I'm with you. But would make some things easier. 
Um, okay, so going back to the the Halloween party, he he mentions the the reasons why he's convinced that she isn't into him. And uh, one of the points is, oh, and there was the Halloween party last year where she dressed up like Hermione and I tried to kiss her and she laughed in my face and then puked on my shoes, oh, there you <laughs> which go. is another romantic puking situation where Yay. you puke on the one you love. <laughs> I think that should be the name there's, of the trope. Yeah, there's got to be a trope you love. for that, I feel like. I tried, but it was, the only ones I could find were like uh, either showing or deliberately uh, like panning away from vomiting. Oh, gotcha. Oh, also, R.S. Gray is a chick, Rachel Gray. Oh, okay. Well, you wrote a you wrote a good one, Miss Gray. Um, yes, I really enjoyed this. So, um, yeah, they they have this thing where she, he's not dating anyone at the moment, and she's not either. And they they hang out every Wednesday, and they they watch the West Wing together. So they West Wing Wednesdays, Aww. and they hang out in the break room. And then a new girl starts. She is, I think, taking over for someone on maternity leave, so she's like a long term sub. And she uh, they they get uh, the main girl to um, show her around the school. And uh, so she's like her only friend. So the the new girl's like, hey, can I sit with you at lunch? And she's like, well, I guess, but that's kind of my Ian time. So she's kind of mad about it. Uh, (laughs) But the new girl sits there and then um, uh, she finds out she she like sort of hits on Ian and is trying to test the waters. And uh, so she asks if Ian has a, a girlfriend and the main character says, oh, no, she, no, he doesn't. And she's kind of prickly about it, but she has to admit, like, no, he doesn't right now. And then uh, a couple of the other teachers, who there's, like, a group of mean girls, essentially, that are uh, very pretty, and they, they run the, the cheerleading and drill team groups. Oh, yeah. So, like, they're those teachers. And uh, they overhear, and they're like, Ian's single? <laughs> so then it starts this, like, domino effect of, oh, they're not actually dating, so they're both fair game. So she is... Um, She's watching Ian get hit on, and she doesn't realize that she's being hit on by some of the teachers. Oh, yeah. I love when people are oblivious to being hit on. Yes, me too. So she's completely oblivious to literally everything in this book, and it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Ian finds out that she's getting hit on, and uh, they have this exchange. She goes, "Uh, listen, if you've heard I've been propagating rumors that we're a couple, I haven't. I mean, that's... Yeah. Her cheeks are the same color as a cherry red lipstick in her bag. Her fair skin means her emotions bloom right on the surface, and usually I like it. Right now, I love it. Obviously, I haven't been doing that, is what she says. And he goes, right, I have. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's been making it look like they're a couple so that the guys in the school don't hit on her because he wants her. So um, he realizes, okay, now I have to actually act on this because she's fair game. So he... uh, (laughs) They have the it's it's on it's near Valentine's Day, so they have this fundraiser for the choir, um, where you can uh, buy people chocolates and bears and things, oh, and all yeah. the money gets goes to the the choir's like um, uh, field trip fund. And so he finds out that a couple of guys, uh, a couple of the teachers in the school, have been sending her uh, gifts. And I okay, so this is really embarrassing, but I do have to admit it. I keep saying her because I forgot her name. <laughs> oh. So I'll just call her MC for main character. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, the the couple of guys in the school keep uh, 
keeps sending the main character gifts and uh he he intercepts it and he's like any any gifts that get sent to her you bring them to me and i'll give you an extra 50 dollars on top of it because he's independently rich he was uh he was in some sort of science and he invented something before he uh, became a teacher so he invested well he's rich okay. so he's like look i will give you 50 dollars on top of what you get from anybody else to bring all of her gifts to me <laughs> so she's just in her room thinking nobody's sending me gifts i'm such an ugly troll meanwhile oh. ian's getting like seven thousand a day <laughs> because he's getting them from the girls who are actually hitting on him and the guys who are hitting on her so <laughs> yes um <clears throat> Oh, Sam is what Sam. Thank Alice you. Tells me. I appreciate it. I was hoping you were looking that up. Sam. Okay, so Sam and Ian. So uh, <laughs> then he has to admit to it. And oh, well, okay. So she complains about it at one point. And um, she she complains about it specifically because she sees the gym teacher come up to her and he's really nice to her and kind of flirty and he asks her if he got her note he asks sam if she got his note and she says no and then he's like oh well i sent it with one of the choir kids i must have gotten lost in transit or something and uh <laughs> so ian kind of shoes him off <clears throat> she turns back to ian and she goes do you think he really sent a bear and it just got lost in transit silence Ian? He goes, possibly. You don't know how those choir kids are. No, actually, I don't. Is he suggesting they're criminals? They spend their time binge-watching Glee and singing a cappella versions of Taylor Swift. They're harmless. <laughs> and I was like, as a former choir kid, yes, that's exactly what we're all like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so they go through. There's the night of the big um, uh, Valentine's Day dance. And they are trying to, he's kind of trying to seduce her because, oh yeah, so going back, they, they had a phone call the night before the dance and uh, he kind of turned it into a, uh, what do you call it when you're actually talking? It's not sexting. Phone sex. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> so he turned it into phone sex and uh, right out of the gate, he was just like, boom, let's do this. And so she was kind of into it, but was kind of freaked out and he's like yeah i came on a little too strong so now he's trying to seduce her at the dance um but he's trying to play it cool and she's upset because she's like why won't he look at me and she's like all confused <laughs> <laughs> so uh they go off to her classroom to get her purse and they have a conversation and um <clears throat> they kiss for the first time and it's like life-changing and she says i've been deprived of this kiss for so long and now that it's happening i'd like it to last for at least one or two decades <laughs> we'll barricade the windows and doors we'll tear the pages from the english textbooks stacked against the back wall and make a cozy sex nest we'll survive by taking little nibbles of each other every now and then like little love cannibals <laughs> <laughs> and love cannibals made me laugh so hard <laughs> i loved this book <laughs> <clears throat> So, yes, they kiss, and then they kind of uh, dance backwards, and she's like, I don't want anything to change because of the, the whole friendship aspect. And he says, uh, yeah, I guess, but I don't really want to just be friends with you, so he gets a little bit hurt about it. And then they, they, uh, <clears throat> they finally decide to be together, sort of, um, tentatively. 
so yes so uh then she sends him a risque picture she emails it on the oh my god <laughs> i know it's so dumb but she does she emails him a picture of her eating um <clears throat> uh whipped cream out of the <laughs> out of the can and she accidentally sends it to the whole school yeah. the, the, well all of the teachers at least so then uh <laughs> she thinks she's gonna get fired for like indecency even though she's completely clothed and it's like yeah some some ready whip like it's not it's it's mostly innocent but everybody knows what's going on uh -huh. <laughs> um so that blows over but the principal brings him in and he's like hey so there's a mom who's really worried about you know the indecency of the teachers so you guys made a promise when you signed contracts that you wouldn't date and she's like well i can't be beholden to that i had just met him and i didn't know he wasn't a dream so i just said yes <laughs> um so then ian points out that one of the other uh two of the other teachers are engaged in a relationship and the principal says well yeah but they're married so it's fine so they leave and they have lots to think about and Sam is totally oblivious and she's like yeah everything sucks and in her inner monologue she's thinking of ways that they can go to the mom's house and like subtly get rid of her it's <laughs> not a problem anymore <laughs> and Ian is like hey so you know what we have to do right and she's like uh yeah go kill that mom and he's like what no <laughs> we're just gonna get married and so she's like oh okay so <clears throat> They decide to get married. <laughs> and right. that's where it ramps up from like 20 to 100 miles an hour. <laughs> like it, it goes so fast from here on out. So they decide to get married and they go get their license. And then <clears throat> they, uh, they get registered, but they can't actually get married for 72 hours. And so what happens is that Ian doesn't want them to have sex until their wedding night, which is a little silly. So they haven't actually had sex yet. Uh, but Which she is wild to me because I still feel like you have to figure out if you're sexually compatible. I know lots of people yes. do it and then the like wait for marriage people do it and whatnot, but wild. I mean, I me. agree with you to an extent. I think they're, they're really good friends and they clearly have chemistry. Um, but yeah, they, it's because they've been dating and engaged for a total of maybe a week. Uh -huh. <laughs> so what's more three, what's three more days? Like, oh, okay. okay. Um, so yeah, he's like, I think we should wait and it'll make the wedding night better. And so <laughs> she, um, comes over for, uh, their, their weekly, um, West Wing Wednesdays and she tries to seduce him a little bit. She goes, I'll make it easy for you. I'll just get naked. You can come graze, nibble, and take what you like. I'll be like a reasonably priced Chinese buffet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I loved that line. <laughs> um, so then the next night, I want to say they go over to her parents' house and uh, she promised she'd visit them. They got back from vacation. He's like, maybe I should come with you and we'll tell them we're engaged. And she's like, yeah, I guess so. That'd probably be a good idea. Also, did he partake in the buffet like she wanted? He did not. No. Okay. He held strong and he sent her home. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, but it was it was probably for the best. She's a little neurotic. They yeah. needed to take things a little slower than what you would think. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> they go over to her parents' house for dinner, and uh, they don't know that they're dating. Her parents don't know that they're dating. So <laughs> her mom opens the door and they're holding hands and she looks down and, and uh, the book, this quote goes, 
As if reading my thoughts, my mom glances down at her hands and then her expression makes me look down as well. She looks so horrified to briefly think, oh no, are we accidentally having sex or something? <laughs> no, just holding hands like the loose immoral people we are. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, have dinner. It goes really, really horribly. Her mom uh, gets up from the table and starts sobbing, <laughs> which reminded me of my mom so much that it, just, it made me laugh. It was so ridiculous. Uh-huh. She was like, no, you can't. Um, so then throughout the rest of the novel, she kind of tries to get Sam to have an actual wedding and seems like, no, we're just going to do like a quickie wedding. It's, it's fine. They're eloping. Mm-hmm. So her dad is, uh, willing to be supportive and her dad's like, look, if this is really what you want, then I'll stand by you. And he gives her a, a blue, like handkerchief. And oh, goes, for something blue. Something blue, Aww. old and borrowed. And he's like, it's the most I could think of on such short notice. It was very sweet. Um, Okay, so then they get married (laughs) illegally. Illegally? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he sets it up where he he hires a a guy off Craigslist to come to their wedding. (laughs) And I think he's he's Jewish, but they're not. (laughs) They're like, he's who we got on short notice, so whatever. And they all just kind of know what it is. So uh, they go to the planetarium. (laughs) And apparently there's a $20,000 fine if you're caught getting married without paying the fees. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they, they go through the whole ceremony and the, the security guards come by and he's like, come on, we got to run. <laughs> so they run across the street to the uh, the hotel and it's a really nice hotel, but he's booked it for them for their, their wedding night. Um, so they go up and they have mind-blowing sex and it's wonderful and whatever. Um <laughs> So then after they get done with their honeymoon period, they go back and uh, she grabs stuff from her apartment and she moves into his. And then she says, I don't know how exactly how to phrase it, but it feels like I'm coming over for an extended sleepover. I want to make my presence here as negligible as possible. That way he won't get annoyed and divorce me. (laughs) Which (laughs) I thought was such a lovely sentiment because like that's how I would feel if I ever dated someone or moved in with someone. I'd be like, look, I... I just want to take up as little space as possible so you don't get annoyed with me. That's how I was with the first guy that I ever, like, sort of, okay, this is dumb, but I thought I was dating him and he did not know that (laughs) I thought I was dating him. Oh, yeah, that asshole. That guy. So, yes, the entire time I didn't have a personality because I was like, if I say or do anything wrong, he's going to realize that he doesn't actually like me and I was so terrified to make the wrong move. So I felt like that was a really nice part of this this novel. Um... So then they move in and everything's fine. They go back to the principal and they're like, hey, we're married, so you can't fire us, right? And the principal was like, holy shit, I was going to tell her that I could. I just warned you guys to be more decent in the future. Like, there was no jobs were ever on the line. So then they were like, yeah, well, we've been friends for three years and we both really wanted this, so it's fine. <laughs> and then it skips ahead and they have, um, they have a daughter and they're hanging out and they're watching... Uh, West Wing because they've kept it their tradition and uh, their daughter's hanging out with them and uh, (laughs) at one point she's talking about how uh, her daughter will be grown up one day and then she'll she'll leave the nest and she's freaking out a little bit and so Ian goes she'll have her pick of the ivies but who knows she might just join the Peace Corps or a traveling circus troupe the only reason that I wanted to include this is that everybody gets this wrong and you can't join the Peace Corps without having a bachelor's degree oh (laughs) yes or there are other ways around it. You can have um, 
applicable job experience, but mm-hmm. you can't join it. But basically, you can't do of... it like right out of high school, completely green. Yes. Yeah. And they, Hollywood gets that wrong a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, fun fact for everyone who's not a Vietnamese because she knows this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, then the last, <laughs> the last quote I want to bring up. <laughs> I don't remember what part of this book, uh, what part of the book this quote falls in, but I know at one point she dresses really modestly for some reason. And she walks into school and Ian looks at her and he goes, you look like an American girl doll in chastity. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the sickest bird I've ever heard. Um, So yeah, that book was highly enjoyable, very funny, so bizarre. (laughs) It went like zero to 60 in two pages. (laughs) And I loved every second of it. Yay. (laughs) So that was, um, that was the not so nice guy. Um, and my trope of the week is selective obliviousness. So that is when a character refuses to comprehend a particular fact. They'll especially turn it up when someone attempts to tell them directly, which usually results in said would-be confessor aborting the attempt because not only was it a difficult subject to begin with, but they can't bring themselves to smash the person's sense of reality. <laughs> which is a, basically Sam in the entire like first half of this novel is basically just like, I can't hear this because he either likes me and our friendship is ruined and then like our relationship is going to fall apart, or he doesn't like me. <laughs> And I can't hear him rebuff me. Yeah. So she spends half of it terrified. And then the other half terrified for other reasons. That's why I liked it. I like it a lot. (laughs) And I'm all about that selective obliviousness. Yes. Me too. I love that. (laughs) And I didn't know that was the name of it. So, yep. Selective obliviousness. Yay. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) Ooh. 30 minutes exactly. Ooh. Look at you. (sighs) Amazing. Okay. Did All right, well, since mine will have to be, like, its own episode, should yes. we just record a goodbye then for this one? Yes. And then start up again. Okay, well, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad after a few duds you finally got a really good one. Well, actually, your Maria Zapata's were pretty good. Yeah, they uh, were pretty good, but this one was, like, a short, quick, funny one. Yes, like, like, like the a, matchmaker was for me. Yes, exactly. It's like... Uh, it's rare to find a romantic comedy that you actually find as funny. Yes. Because comedy is so subjective, mm-hmm. and I fully admit that. But I feel like a lot of the comedy in these situations skews towards, like, having the girl be too quirky. But I feel like she was just the right amount. Yeah. So, yeah. Exciting. Yay. Yay. I'm glad you found that. It actually sounds like a really good read. I might read it down the line at I think some you point. should. Yay. It's very cute. Yeah, I'll have to keep that author in my sights then. I know, and I'm going to have to keep your matchmaker in my sights well, too. yeah, I, that'll be fun. Quite a lot of her stuff sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Well, thank you for that. I guess that is a perfect note to leave it on. So uh, yes. thanks, everybody. Join us back on the Trash Heap next time. Please. Bye. Bye.